Hello. Hey, so welcome to From Queens to Conquerors podcast. This is Koya. This is Ayana. And today is April the 6th, 2020. And we are blessed. And we are well and we are highly favored. And today we're just going to talk about just the start of this podcast. So From Queens to Conquerors came about. um, It was... I guess it was something that was always in the making. So Ayana and I have been friends for two years. However, mm-hmm. within the past few weeks of the quarantine, she became my best, best friend. So she's my BBS, as you can <laughs> tell. And um, we were just having a conversation on the phone about just how our past were similar. And um, it's funny how God will bring somebody to your life who has like a similar story. And not only did we have similar struggles, but we also had similar celebrations. And Mm -hmm. um, just not to divulge too much, um, Ayada and I are conquerors of trauma. Um, We've Mm -hmm. been having open discussions of trauma. We've been dealing with our trauma. Um, She's even helped me with some unforgiveness that is Mm -hmm. resulting from my trauma. And Mm -hmm. we just want to reach out to other people and just extend, I guess, an olive branch, you know, of just, you know, the day-to-day processes of you know, we're not going to say victims, we're going to say conquerors, being conquerors of trauma. So we're two queens who are yes. transformed into conquerors. And, you know, that's the purpose of this podcast. We're just going to be open. We're going to be transparent. It's a safe space. And it's just something as we get deliverance to help deliver other people. Yes, that's um, beautiful. So, um, yes, Koya explained the um, purpose of the podcast. So I'm going to go into the vision statement. So our vision statement is changing who we are to who we want to be. Basically, you that with that being said, basically changing who you are, even though you might be content with who you are, you always want to progress as an individual. You never want to be stagnant and staying in the same place. So we're always making transformation. And that's the purpose of our vision. So although that we all deal with different internal things, different internal struggles, that doesn't mean that we can't conquer those. So we're even the, now we're dealing with those internal struggles. We're conquering those struggles and then we're changing to the better person who we want to become. So like, for example, um, some of my internal struggles, because I'm a victim myself, I'm a victim of abuse. Some of my internal struggles that I deal with is boundaries. So we're talking about how do I deal with boundaries? How do I um, address those boundaries within, within my relationships? So those are, th- th- that's our vision statement. And um, we're going to go on, um, we're actually going to do our first session today. And actually our first session today, even though um, we talk, I did explain about boundaries, but our first session today is about birth. So everybody knows that when you have a baby, you have to go, well, like when you get pregnant, you're pregnant for nine months and then you actually have a baby and it's a whole process. So Koi is going to go into explaining how this process is ex- symbolic to our, um, and how this process is symbolic to our actual session. So, um, you know, lately God has been placing birthing on my heart. Like um, he brought the two births of my children, you know, 
back to remembrance I have two kids and the first birth was like a very hard birth um second birth my daughter was stubborn she was coming when she wanted to come when she wanted to come and it was it was a hard birth but it was a beautiful birth so um you know I thought about the pain then I thought about the good things so anytime something's birth the first process is conception so I'm a true believer that before something can manifest in the physical, it has to be called into being in the spiritual. So um, as it relates to this podcast, um, like I said, Agana and I, we were talking about our struggles. And I think that when God, God answers a prayer with the person. So like I started unpacking some of my struggles and some of the things and Ayana was calling me. She's like, hey, we're going to be best friends. I was like, okay, we best friends. And <laughs> Hey, we're best friends. Like I said, she's my best, best friend, my BBF. So um, this podcast was conceived out of a conversation um, of just us dealing with our two spiritual journeys. The next step, um, when you're thinking about birthing, you're thinking about um, just the carrying stage. I truly believe that God has put something in each of us, whether that's a thought, you know, maybe you're having a thoughts of bettering yourself. Maybe you're having, you know, maybe he placed a vision in you for you to go do something for you to start a ministry or for you to start a project. Maybe God placed, a, um, you know, an idea in your head, but those things have to first be conceived and they're conceived on purpose. The next step is they have to be carried so, in the carrying stage, a baby can be, um, a baby's carried in the womb, so it's a protected state. It's something that's inside of something. So you right now, you might be carrying that vision, like I said, that seed, that project, or whatever it is inside of you, and you're, nurture, you're, you're nurturing it. Either you're nurturing it by saying, you know what, here are the action steps for me to be successful, or maybe you're nurturing it in doubt. You know, but whatever it is, you're carrying it, and you're comfortable because you know exactly where that thing is. The final step in the birthing process um, is the delivery process or the actual birth. So this is a time where there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of um, pain. You're uncomfortable. You don't look like yourself. You probably don't look like anybody in this process. You're identifiable, you know, and you're going through and it's just so much going on and it's getting harder and it's getting harder and it's getting harder. And then finally, you know, after all the hard work and diligence, there's something worth the process. So um, for Ayana and I, we literally had to learn how to make a podcast in a whole week. Like we had to get the platform, we had to get the ideas, we had to get the logos, the brands, the everything. We pulled it together in a whole week and that was very interesting. And then, you know, bringing two individuals together and making something into one, that's mm-hmm. the process as well. But through all that, um, the conception, the carrying, and the birthing, we now have a beautiful podcast where we don't know what it's going to become, but we know that it's going to become great. Yeah. Because one thing about it, even though, one thing about it, when you do something, um, because let me say this, before we even started, one thing we did, we prayed about it. We prayed about this podcast because when you put God as your foundation, it's, it's nowhere. It it can take you to limits because you can't, you know, sometimes as individuals, we want to do things. Okay. I got this. I got this. And then, um, it's like, I I can't do it by myself. And I, I told Sequoia, I referred to that song, um, 
by Kirk Franklin. What is it? Precious Lamb? And I might be saying it wrong. But in the song, it says, you told me to go left. I think you told me to go left, but I went right. And now I'm in the midst of my tears. Oh my God, how many times have I been there because I want to listen to my foolish self. But now as I'm getting older, I'm realizing how much, how important it is to put God first. So this, we put God first in this birthing process. Mm-hmm. We prayed about it. We asked Lord, you know, give us a vision. Now that you gave us this vision, now we're birthing it. So now let it grow. Mm-hmm. And that's what God is doing. He's giving us the opportunity to let it grow. So um, not only w- this birthing, we're also going to go into about what are we birthing per- in our personal lives. So we all have dreams and aspirations. So currently what I'm birthing and you want me to go first uh, for you? You can. Okay, so I'm burning like two different things. One thing I want to work on my career. Um, I want to go to the next step. Currently, I'm in education, but I don't want to stay stagnant of where I am. So I know that I want to be on a higher level. So not only with that, when you birth something, you have to, because first, first, let me say this, faith without work is dead. So me knowing that I want to be on a higher level, now I have to think about what am I doing to make sure I get that, to get to that place. Step one, I'm applying for different positions. Another step, um, one thing about when you're in education, you have to know the terminology. So when even in other fields, you have to know the terminology or what you do. So I'm always reading uh, journal articles to help me uh, progress as I communicate or as I, um, I'm in face of other educators um, so I can make myself more marketable. Um, so I said, what would I say? I said uh, applying for different positions, um, reading different articles, so I can familiar my, familiarize myself with the different terminology. Um, what else? Going to meeting different people, networking. Networking is a great way to get where you want to be. So sometimes, as trauma victims, sometimes we end up to we end up not as sociable as we want to be or as we need to be or sometimes we can even be more sociable than we want to be or need to be but you have to also find your common ground so um or for me it's it's it's, i have to for me i would i'm more of an introvert and sometimes than an extrovert so i have to find myself getting i have to find myself getting out of my comfort zone, forcing myself to get out of my comfort zone because I know I have this goal. And if I have this goal, I can't stay in one place. So I have to socialize, um, socialize and network with others. So that's that. those are two things, the three things I've, I've been doing to help me increase to get to my goal. Um, that's applying for different jobs, um, reading the literature, of the education and then also networking. My third, uh, second thing that I'm birthing is, and I deal with this all the time, is weight loss. Oh my gosh. And let me say, um, I always, I've never been like the small size. 
And you know, I, I always struggle with my weight because I would go up and down. My weight would go up and down. It'd be, so, it'd be time periods where I lose so much weight and drastically, but then I would stress out and I'm very much a stress eater. And I'll mm-hmm. eat and I'll eat and I eat. And I'll struggle with that because of the trauma. I found that's when I was going through my trauma, I found food as my comfort zone, comfort zone, my way to disassociate of whatever was going on at that present time. So my way to check out food was my way to check out. And um, so I struggle with that. And on top of that, even when my parents, even when my parent, my mom would make me a plate, and she would say, you ain't going to uh, have any dessert until you eat your whole plate. Why she do that? Because now it's programmed in my head to think every time I got a meal in front of me, I got to eat my whole plate. And I'm sitting up here gaining weight. And I'm like, I, 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 I see where she was going with that. But I don't agree with that because I know the effects of that. And I know that I'm. this is why I'm dealing with all this. So, um... Let's see. And then, well, you, you talked about the caring stage and the, uh, so me losing weight in my caring stage, how am I preparing myself to lose weight? Well, you know, I do workout and I work out on like, how many times I do? Uh, about three to four times on the yeah. daily basis. I do this. I do, um, shout out to Effect Fitness. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do affect fitness. I want to shout out to affect fitness because they they have helped me with my um, transition of losing weight. Um, it's a high um, intense workout cardio. Mm-hmm. So I do that. But the thing I do struggle with the most is the eating. So what to eat and what not to eat. And so now I'm trying to program my head to say, hey, um, you can't eat that or even like like my son my, my um child he wants me to buy cookies i can't buy them cookies because if i buy them cookies i eat them all so you, so, you know what yeah girl you, i don't buy i don't buy them cookies i let them cookies stay with the, at the store now sometimes when i'm stressed out i might mess up but hey that's the hey we story. all fall short <laughs> <laughs> but girl i leave them cookies at the store so even with that it's like and then i even like if i go out to eat what i'll do at least what i'll try to do i'll put i'll put half of my food in a takeout tray so i won't eat all my food because i know that if i sit there and all my food is on my plate i'm gonna eat all of it so I put half of it up, so I only eat what's in front of me, and that helps. Yeah, um, so you you develop with, boundaries, basically. Yeah, well, boundaries for myself, because you know what? It's funny. We even need to develop boundaries for our own selves, because you know you develop boundaries for different people, but you have to develop boundaries for yourself, because you have to tell yourself, no, I cannot do that. No, mm-hmm. that's not in the best interest for myself. Right. Right. It's, yeah. it's real like I'm not gonna say the struggle is real I'm gonna say the struggle is real but God is real and, um for me the things that I'm birthing right now uh, I'm birthing a lot of things like I am the owner of a blog I have a blog it's from uh, what is the name of my blog goodness I just forgot the name of my own blog um the, the name of my blog is journey to a prosperous life and I started this blog because I wanted to like I want a prosperous life. Like I believe that God promised us prosperity. He he promised us abundance. 
So on that mm-hmm. blog, I just deal with like certain things that come up in my personal life. Like my my coping mechanism is writing and journaling. So mm-hmm. I, um, I've turned my journal injuries into blog posts and that blog has hit a lot of places. Like we've been to China, we've been to Africa, Russia, Belize, Belize I think it's, that's how you say it, Brazil. So, you know, that's just another form of my ministry. Another thing, like Ayana, I am birthing an exercise journey. So my exercise journey for me is not really weight loss, but um, in all transparency, I struggle with self-image. Like in my head, I want to be a certain way. And I'm taking a break from Instagram because sometimes Instagram don't make me feel as good about myself because I've, I've been that lollipop kid, you know, the kid with the big head and nobody. So, you know, my exercise journey has been for me to just, you know, tone and see the progress that I want, you know, um, getting more comfortable in my skin. And I can't say that since I've been exercising, I've been feeling a lot better of myself because, you know, even though we're on a quarantine, I'm still going to have my crop top summer. Whether I go to my mailbox to my crop top and I come back in the house to my crop top and I want to be able to do that and look good. So that's just my <laughs> exercise journey. That's what I'm birthing in every day. Now, I haven't gone to the Effect Fitness trainings with Ayana. Like, she invites me every day and I'm just like, something I always come up, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I promise. <laughs> I tell her she running from it, but you know what? She going to get there I'm, one I'm day. I'm going to get there one day. I'm going to do it one day. So that's we're gonna work that into my action steps but i do exercise so i exercise three times a day um morning after i pray midday uh, right before my nap and then before i um in the evening when i'm cooling down um another thing that i'm birthing is um i have 10 years so let's see yeah i have actually i have almost 11 years worth of trauma built up inside of me Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to release the trauma because I'm starting to realize that that trauma is spilling over into other areas of my life, whether, you know, it's affecting just certain things in my relationships, um, my friendships, my family relationships, like it's just trauma and, you know, um, just dealing with that for me. Um, before we started this podcast, I told Ayana something. I said, I'm attracted to emotionally unavailable men. And I'm attracted Mm -hmm. to relationships with a lot of dysfunction and like thinking about, you know, just finding the root cause of why. Like for me, I believe to a certain extent in all transparency that part of me is emotionally unavailable. So I cling to those that are emotionally unavailable because that's comfortable to me. I think another part of me is I am um, a people, I'm transforming from being a people pleaser because I'm speaking that out of my life. And, you know, when you're a people pleaser, you want validation. And um, last night I did a, a entry on inadequacy. So just dealing with a lot of these traumas and the roots of these traumas, these root spirits. I'm not going to say root causes, but these root spirits, because I truly believe that these things are spirits and um, chains and that are, you know, I've allowed to be bound to. So yeah. the thing that I'm birthing is I'm birthing a new self. Like, I have no idea where it's going I'm following God's lead but I know that whatever I am to become out of this is going to be great so I'm just claiming that greatness and yeah that's that's what I'm birthing so yeah so and I know I know you talked about what are you birthing but you also have to remember that when you write out or you you um you figure out the process of what you need to do so now that you have you have identified 
what it is now it's the process like the birthing okay we i'm pregnant like is it so if it we're actually birthing and having a baby okay i'm pregnant now that i'm pregnant now remember this is symbolic i'm not pregnant girl you better say you expecting <laughs> i ain't pregnant with nothing but i'm expecting, I'm expecting. a lot <laughs> okay i'm expecting but Okay, so now what do we do? We we go out and buy maternity clothes. We go out and get the nursery ready. We go out and um, do all these stuff. Even though Jaden, my, oop, even though my son slept with me half of the time. But anyway, so now what are we doing? What are you doing for that process? Um, to make sure that make sure that you conquer those things, those goals that you have created, what are you doing to conquer those? You create action steps. You start small. Um, yeah. For me, it's doing research because a lot of these things, like I have no idea about how to do, but mm-hmm. Dr. Google sometimes come through mm-hmm. in the clutch and Google's like this, or sometimes, you know, the other BBF YouTube is like, hey, this is what you do in order for you to get from point A, you go to point B. So it's all about researching because when you're having a baby, especially when you're a first time parent, you know nothing about nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's when you call in your mom and them and you call in, you know, like you read books like what to expect when you're expecting and you get opinions for friends. Like it's a it's a journey of research. And then you start the preparation process. Okay, like, okay, now that I researched, like, how do I want my journey to become? Like, I wanted to do, do I want to do it like this person? Do I want to do it like this? Or do I want to do it like that? So you kind of customize it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, you prepare for it. Like, yeah. you take precautions. You prepare for whatever, like, the amount of preparation you put into it is the going to, um, you know, lead to the quality of product. Of what you get out of it so well that's just you know what so, i do yeah so and i might just um be that, that extra person because i have to write everything down like i might i could say what i'm gonna do but i have to write it down and do check off the checklist as i've accomplished it as i'm as I take steps because like you did say you have to create a process you have to create it like an action plan mm-hmm. and as you as you go through the steps you have to check off your steps and not only as you check them off you have to congratulate yourself you have to really congratulate yourself as you accomplish because it's accomplishment so you have to hey maybe even throw yourself a party a little party hey um like I remember when I was not um, right now though not right now we gonna wait on the parties <laughs> girl I'm gonna be having a party girl cause you know when I was young I used to play dress up a lot mm-hmm. so I don't mind dressing up don't putting on some makeup and turning on some music and pretending like I'm so and so getting down but what I was about to say you have to congratulate yourself and you have to let yourself know it's okay and then you 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 accomplish something yeah so um as you go through this process, make sure you're congratulating and then letting yourself know that it's an accomplishment. So you're checking off and um, praising yourself from of accomplishing this. Because yeah. it might be even something, you know, I said I deal with, I struggle with boundaries in relationships. So I remember, um, you know, sometimes I read this meme. Um, it said, somebody you don't mess around they don't told you you love them uh and you don't mess around them 
told that you love them back and now you're in a whole relationship you don't want to be in for two years. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I, I have had, I have been there. So for me, because I struggle with boundaries, so a lot of times it was hard for me to say no. So for somebody, for somebody else who, who's not a, who, who hasn't had experienced trauma, they might can say no to, to, you know, it, whatever was going on in a certain relationship, whether it's, um, it's, it's, it's somebody doing something they don't want them to do, whether it is sleeping with somebody, whatever, whatever it is for me, it was hard for me to say no. So when I finally said no to the first person, I was so happy. I was so proud of myself. I was like, I did it. And so people don't understand when you are a victim or when you have been exposed to something like that, it's, it's hard. People struggle with those things and it's hard, but even though it's hard, you have to let yourself know it's going to be okay. And once you accomplish that, you have to congratulate, you have to give yourself a congratulations, throw yourself a party. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, um, I was talking so much and I lost my train of thought. Well, let me say this. No. Okay. Go ahead. Before the birth takes place, you have to go through labor. You do. Labor is the worst pain I have ever felt in my life. I don't wish that pain on anyone. However, you know, labor is hard. It is harsh. You you sit there hours just, oh my gosh, you're in pain. You know, and you know, you're going to congratulate yourself in the end, but it's going to take hard work. So mm-hmm. in the birthing process, in your birthing journey, whatever it is, whether it's getting through trauma, whether it's, you know, that startup project that God has put on your heart, it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to take a lot of hours. Like, I don't know anybody that had a short labor like they were just like one push and done maybe there are people out there in the world that you know have that experience that was not my experience as a matter of fact with my son i was in labor for three and a half weeks so Dog, yes he was, i thought i was bad i was in labor for like two days three and a half weeks yeah what was he doing in that he, playing how <laughs> he was a preemie you know he was a preemie we're, oh yeah we we're trying to keep him in so um oh yeah you're right but I still felt the contractions. I felt the pain. I was just so like, they induced you, girl. We gonna they induced you? Mm-mm, we just let everything happen natural. Well, it didn't happen naturally. I had to eventually deliver, but girl. But it okay. took a lot of hard work, you know. And I forgot. It. And it was, you know, going through the process. My focus was like, oh my god, this hurts. But then it was also like, focus on what you're trying to accomplish. And sometimes we get in our journeys and it's the work is hard. And it's like, oh my gosh, look at this happening and that ain't going right. And oh my gosh, God, it hurts. Like, God, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I know for me, um, when I said, you know, just when I was being transparent about, you know, having almost 11 years worth of emotional baggage, I'm like, look, Lord, I know I said I want to be free and I want to be delivered, but I don't necessarily want to deal with that or Lord, that hurt. So, you know, but you still have to work through those things. You know, you still got to work through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, that labor, you got to put in the work. In order for you to get the reward, you got to put in that work. And like Ayana said, have yourself a party at the end. Congratulate yourself. My main quote to myself and when I'm counseling and mentoring others is when you are the most critical, give yourself credit because there is something that is going right. It might be hard. 
it might be mm-hmm. you know your trials might outweigh what looks like it's gonna be the end product but at the end of the day you know that work gotta be put in but you're at least doing it you're at least taking the steps to the steps necessary to be successful so you know yeah yeah so that was great that was great yeah so I, I just hope this has helped um, those who are listening, um, you know, help with your process or whatever it is. You know, I, I just pray and hope that this is a help. And, and at the end, we would definitely pray because like we said before, you have to put God first and whatever you're doing. Um put him as your foundation as you're building whatever your birth it is whatever you're trying to birth make sure that he is your foundation of whatever you're trying to birth yeah and then when you birth when the birth when the baby's delivered make sure, or even before the baby's delivered make sure you have yourself an action plan of how things are going to play out cuz you need you need direction you know you know and as as you write out write things down or as you keep things in your mind god is going to give you the direction so in your prayer you need to ask him to give you the direction of whatever you're trying to birth and don't so um don't delay it okay go ahead because we have time like we you know in this quarantine well you know we have time god has given us the time and this might just be the time for you to start you know to initiate that process you know for whatever god has laid on your heart he's giving you the time you know, like there's no, I mean, of course there's a pandemic going on, but you have time to start, you know, that project or whatever it is that you want to birth. You're healing. You have time to start that process. You have like, for me, I have nothing but time, you know, especially with this being our spring break and I'm not teaching right now. I have nothing but time to sit, self-reflect, you know, and another part of the birth that we didn't talk about is get yourself an accountability partner. I cannot stress that yes. enough. It, it's, a birth is better when you are surrounded by company than it is to go through alone. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through something, get yourself an accountability mm-hmm. partner. Like for me, you know, Ayana was very transparent. Like I had to, that's I heard the other day when we we're talking about just some things I've been, you know, holding on to my heart. I'm like, what? Goodness. Okay. She's been through that. You know, she stepped on my toes just a little bit. but what she was saying was so valid and I was able to receive it and I was like okay that's a you know that was a fresh win a new perspective for me to be like you know what you know what you're absolutely right so in the process of your birthing season whatever it is that you are allowing to manifest get yourself an accountability partner because even with her the other day she was like I had this and I had that and I had that and I was like "Mm, don't eat that But sometimes mm-hmm. you need people there who are going to add the checks and balances to help you be successful to what you're going through, you know, and what you want to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Get yourself accountability partner. Yeah. So we want to close mm-hmm. out in prayer. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Um, Mr. Uh, Prayer, she she's an awesome she she's a woman of God and she knows how to pray pray she always says I can I have powerful um, prayer but ugh, that's the that that's the woman right there 
So if you get outside of pressure, she just shifted the whole responsibility. Of I, don't, I don't put it's okay. I got you. I know. I'm sorry. We, it's okay. I'm sorry. We're gonna, we gonna birth a okay, prayer. Go. We're gonna birth a prayer warrior and her. It's gonna come out soon. But if all <laughs> hearts and minds are clear, we're gonna just um end this podcast with prayer. So um just bow your heads wherever you are. Um if you're driving or if you're in a position where you can't bow your head, just you know, pause for cause. So Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come to you right now um, before this prayer proceeds, just asking you, Jesus, that if there's anything that is not clean within us, Lord God, to remove it, Lord God, we actually let us go before you um, pure, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for just the platform of having a podcast, Lord God. We thank you for the people that are listening, Lord God. We actually to touch their hearts and their minds right now, Lord God. Lord God, for anybody that is struggling, Lord God, we actually to place them on firm ground, Lord God. Lord God, just heal their land, Lord God. Heal their land right now, Lord God. Whatever it is, Lord God, we stand and we plead and intercede on their behalf, Lord God. Lord God, we talked about birthing today, Lord God, whatever seeds that have been conceived, Lord God, we actually just let the harvest be plentiful, Lord God. Lord God, we come to you right now and just, you know, asking you to touch everybody that's listening, everybody that's able to be a part of this platform, yes, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, Lord God, from fingertip yes. to the fingertip, Lord God, we place a hedge of protection around them right now with the pandemic that's going on, Lord God. Lord God, we ask you um, to just heal them for the things known and unknown, Lord God. Lord God, for the traumas, Lord God, we bind the spirits, Lord God, the root spirits that are taking place, Lord God. We we unleash the chains, Lord God. You told us that whatsoever we shall bind on earth, so shall be bound and loose in heaven, Lord God. Right now, we come and just petition that those chains fall, Lord God. Lord God, that the people see that greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world, Lord God. So let them see your greatness shine through, Lord God. Lord God, let them know that they are the head and not the tail, Lord God. They are above and not beneath, Lord God. They are the lender and not the borrower, Lord God. Lord God, let them know that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, Lord God. Lord God, we ask you to just help them in this journey, Lord God. Lord God, guide their footsteps, Lord God. Don't let them lean into their own understanding, but let them acknowledge you, Lord God. Lord God, we ask you to just let them stand firm, Lord God. I call forth the mighty woman and women and men of valor that they are, Lord God. Let them stand boldly for you, Lord God. And let them know that it's okay to stand out, Lord God, because sometimes standing out is standing up for you, Lord God. Lord God, we ask you to just no. set their paths in order, Lord God. Lord God, and give them a do-right mind, Lord God. And we thank you for each and every one of them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, y'all. See? See? And and you know, and the Lord hears. He hears. And it's just all you have to speak to him. All we have to do is speak to him. That's all you have to do. And then trust trust his um trust his path. Trust his words trust his plan that's what the the song says when you can't hear from him trust his plan Mm. trust his plan all right y'all it's been a great day um we're gonna continue to um continue to do these podcasts so we're gonna start meeting um mondays and thursdays at 7 Mm p.m Um, that's when we're going to do our podcast. So I just hope that y'all come back and join us. Um, I think next week we're going to talk about boundaries. You want to go into boundaries? Yeah, we'll talk about boundaries next week. Okay. Well, I guess that'll be Thursday. 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 It'll be Thursday. My bad. It'll be Thursday. So we can just talk about going into boundaries on Thursday. And that would it look like is like how we deal with boundaries, how, um, 
how our trauma had affected our boundaries. And we'll talk about, yeah, we'll go on to that and just things that we can do to make sure we're setting those boundaries, whether it's in relationships and whether we have to, uh, those setting those boundaries for ourselves. Cause you know, not only when relationships, we got to set boundaries, but we got to set boundaries for ourselves. Right. Cause we got to do what's in the best interest for ourselves. Right. But yeah. So I don't want to get too much into it cause I don't want to spoil Thursday, but this was a great first podcast. I'm so excited. Me too, me too. Ah! <laughs> Well, we're going to end here and um, our prayers and thoughts are with y'all. Stay safe, wash your hands, and just continue to trust God. Yes. Love y'all. Bye.